This is the Psychic Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rossiter. I'm an artist, writer, and psychic medium living in Hawaii. This show is about people who are intuitive and creative, and what the process of integrating that awareness looks and feels like, and how we can access and develop that place inside of us all that is supremely psychic. Welcome to the Psychic Artist Podcast. My guest today is Antonio, and I offered him an on-air reading. He is an incredible pianist and musician living in New York City. We talk about his need for rejuvenation in nature and rest and connecting to his inspirational source and ways to support him with psychic protection. And we clear his apartment of dark energy and ways that he could collaborate in order to jumpstart some of his own creative work and really letting go of some traditional constructs in his life, including the music world. And then we also discovered that a podcast might be a wonderful outlet for his audio works. So I hope you enjoy. And if you're listening to this episode, it's also for you. Antonio, welcome to my podcast. Do you want to talk a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Yeah, my name is Antonio Valentin. I am a piano educator, piano teacher, but I'm also a training to be a classical pianist. I've given concerts all over the world on most of the continents besides uh, Antarctica and Australia and Africa. So those three are definitely on my bucket list. And I'm currently pursuing my doctorate in musical arts at a CUNY Graduate Center. Awesome. Well, my kids take piano lessons with you, and I just love the influence that you've had on them and how much they just absorb through working with you. It's kind of a mysterious process. (laughs) I feel you work magic on the young people. I try. I try. (laughs) Okay, well, let's do a reading for you. I feel like it's starting to happen already. So just going to do a little invocation to get into the zone, and then we can dive in. So calling on my angels and guides, Antonio's angels and guides, specifically Archangel Michael, Haniel, Zachiel, Azrael, Metatron, Uriel, Jophiel, Shamuel, St. Germain, any other angels and guides willing to assist, please make this a safe space, increase clairvoyance and psychic ability, and may whatever comes through be for the highest good of all. So... I'm feeling like there's a question that we should ask to start off with. Is there anything that you want to talk about? Is there some travel that you're planning? Definitely some travel planning, planning a road trip, a little beach road trip this summer. Should we ask about that? Sure, yes. Listen, guys, what can you tell us about this road trip that Antonio is planning? I get like really expansive feelings like mountains, beach, sky, journey, another person. It just feels really heart opening for you. Yeah, definitely. I'm planning on maybe doing a beach road trip and then also going to Tennessee and like Asheville, North Carolina and seeing the mountains too. Yeah, it seems like there's something in the mountains with trees for you. There's like a really peaceful connection to earth spirits and something that's inspirational for you in terms of your creativity and 
I don't know, maybe some music will come out of it. Have you been composing your own music? I have not been composing my own music recently. It's actually something I've been thinking of recently. I'm getting the angels and guides are wanting you to give that some space to expand. You have so much raw natural talent and you're so good at doing other people's work, but your work is paramount is the word I'm getting. <laughs> if you could make some space for that in your schedule, or maybe that's what the road trip will do is kind of like jumpstart that process for you. I'm feeling that definitely feeling that. I recently like did a music video and it didn't turn out kind of the way I really wanted it to just in terms of my performance. And I started manipulating the sounds with like, yeah, like garage band and kind of creating more of like edgier, like sound quality. And I was like, whoa, I should be doing this, like kind of be more like classical, but like have a David Lynch kind of. Yeah. Postmodern interpretation. Yeah. It feels like you have so much creativity in that arena that you have the ability to think in time and beyond time. So as you get into that creative space, like your editing abilities are really strong. So like you can think simultaneously and that's part of the beauty of all the piano that you've been studying and teaching and or being around and listening to that. Now it's time for you to use your skills in this more metaphysical, magical way uh, in a way that's like not traditional because mm -hmm. you have the ability to think. I think that was why I was drawn to do this reading with you. I didn't know this, but it's like you're able to operate within music and sound and vibrations in a really unconventional way. It's just the way your brain is. And so you should feel free to like be wacky and go for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Even my like artistic journey this year was like trying to almost be like an Olympic piano player and like try to do like the hardest stuff ever. But yeah, kind of looking back on it, I'm like, no, I have to be more kind of authentic to myself. I've been looking at, yeah, just like more like beautiful pieces where I can like control like the sound. Yeah, vibrations, as opposed to just always worrying about the physicality. Yeah, like I'm getting like when you said David Lynch, it kind of clicked in a way too. like, not the same as him, but in your own way, you're like a collage artist that you can take from many places and interpret many things and you treat them somewhat equally. Like they're all languages for you that you should feel free to use those inputs as a collaborative output. And in the end, it's just your work, but to feel like totally free to make up your own formula, your own structure of music, sound, interacting with the world, like I feel like you have mastered the world that you're in to some degree. Like you can totally function there and you could be like a straight arrow to the top. But at the same time, you have this whole breadth of communication and a message to share in this other way. So like feel free to express that simultaneously and just be yourself. It feels Definitely. so fun. It feels really like I keep seeing it. I mean, your shirt is awesome, but I keep seeing it sort of as painting and like an expansive explosion of sound. And it's really cool. Yeah, I'm feeling that too. Yeah, just like I feel like I have a lot of so many techniques that I've like invested in from other people's work that I can now like kind of almost apply to my own work. So yeah, it, it does feel very like kind of like, oh, wow, I can do so much more. Yeah. And it feels like there's somebody that you might be able to collaborate with that would sort of hold some of that space for you or get your stuff into another realm. 
I see a little bit of performance too. Like it could be performative. It could be in video format. It could be online. It could be live. Perhaps somebody else that you had in mind to collaborate with or has different skills, maybe a more of a digital person. Yeah. And you're bringing some classical to it, but you also think in a very, I said it before, but postmodern way, just like everything is up for grabs. You can play and reinvent anything and question everything and not playing by the old rules so much. And it just feels very light and expansive. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Anything else you want to ask or any other person that came to mind when I said collaboration? Well, when I think of collaboration, like I've noticed like in the world of academia, I definitely don't like click with a lot of people, especially like with my classmates. They're so like ivory tower in a way that it's hard to like actually like kind of be nitty gritty artists when I feel like I always have a guard up. Yeah, like, you are. You are an artist. So the yeah. person I was thinking of was a little bit more in the experimental world somehow. Yeah, I have one of my best friends. Her name is Anna. And she's from Buffalo, but we went to Eastman together. And she's one of the very few people where we're like on the same page with like when we collaborate and do like even like pop songs. Yeah. It just kind of works because we're like, we're so fast and there's no questions asked. We just go, we go for the mile. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting that would be super awesome to collaborate with her. Angels and guys, what can you tell us about collaborating with Anna? She's a rock star. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> There's some things that she will bring to the table that you don't have and things that you obviously have that would support her response to you. So it sounds like a really cool collaboration because you guys can reach a wider audience together. Yes. She can sing. She's like the performing artist and I'm more like the architect. Like I like form all the songs. Almost like I'm like the director and she's like the actress. But then she yeah, she's really good at like using software to like create a really polished product. Yeah. I'm getting, though, in some ways, the collaboration, that's awesome that you guys have this already, but try to think of it more as your work and you're asking her to support you in a project so that you can make your architect project more like two thirds of the output and that she's coming in and she's sort of like, it's really cool for you to be able to bounce off of her, but try to have in the end, it be more like, okay, this is my project in collaboration with my buddy here. Like there's a, almost like asking her to, play backup for your band. Yeah. And not that you guys can't do it equal in another context, but for this project or as an experiment for you, what would it feel like for this to be your project and you ask her to do certain things so that you're more the director of the whole thing? No, it definitely does feel like two thirds that like, cause I'm like the one who's like making the track and she's the one who just like basically sings it. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if singing is a line. So angels and guys is singing in the track a line. If it's super manipulated, but you should treat it as more like audio input. It just feels like your work is really, I don't know enough words in the music world. I feel like ambient is like tiny bit close, but I don't think that's quite right. I'm sure you have some better cool words. Yeah, I definitely like I'm seeing like my very something very like music electronic or music concrete more manipulated and digital taking classical elements and like kind of splicing them, manipulating them to be yeah more electronic. <laughs> yeah. I'm also getting, you know, I went to Mills college in Oakland. They have a really awesome music program and it keeps coming to mind maybe either to look into, I think the school is kind of dissolving at the moment, but some of the people there might be cool to connect with for you. 
I know CalArts as well has this awesome electronic music program. And so I feel like maybe there's another world that you could plug into to feel like more sense of community with people that are speaking your language. And also there was this amazing connection at Mills between the classical musicians and the digital, you know, options. So a lot of classically trained, super skilled people would be shifting into, you know, like the computer programs that allowed them to perform in a totally different way. And I went to a lot of performances there that were very inspiring. And to just to allow that, like, I mean, the history of classical music is intense and heavy for a musician such as yourself that studies, you know, so much effort. So in a way, it almost feels like a rebirth for you, like a breaking three, like coming out of your eggshell and like, this is my version. Right. Yeah. That's what it definitely feels like. I even, I like, I did a photo shoot like three weeks ago with a really amazing kind of, he does like Kim Petrus's and a bunch of like, like the new, like Gen Z kind of artists. And yeah, we created like a really crazy kind of concept and it's like totally not classical. It's like ripped up photos. It's like, and these were my headshots. So almost breaking for you. Like this is my version of what I like my art. Yeah. Um, It's like a collage is what I see too. Again. Funny. Yeah. We've made a collage. Yeah. (laughs) And so I feel like the angels and guides are telling me that you also are a rock star. Like just go for it. Be totally confident and put it out there and. Maybe you should have a podcast. <laughs> I think you should have a podcast too. It would be just so fun to share with this with the world. Like you have a really unique way of thinking and people are going to love it. Is there anything else you want to ask or talk about? Yeah. I mean, this year, I guess I, I also am like a very like interested in like the future. You know, this year was like crazy for everybody. You know, everyone was doing online school or relocating. And I feel like my first year of my doctorate program was completely online. It was kind of really tough. Because, you know, it's like you're stuck indoors all day and you had no access to the library or practice rooms. And I'm very interested in like what the future will be. Yeah. Angels and guides, what can you tell us about the future for Antonio? Well, lots of mountains, going places, travel, but also introspection. Yes. Make sure to have a place like what you're doing with your road trip, a place where you can retreat to, like a cabin in the woods or a small practice room or someplace that's very solitary. Even though you're a very social and outward person, you need this internal place to rejuvenate and connect with uh, spirit or yourself, whatever your sort of deep inner connection is. You need to fill that bucket, you know, alone once in a while, and then it'll be so much easier to go out into the world. So it's kind of like me moving to the middle of the ocean, even though I love New York and I want to be in the thick of things sometimes. Also, I wasn't able to fully realize my potential until I was fully alone yeah. um, and had so much sort of psychological space. Whatever you need to do to create that is so important for you because... I get that you are empathic and you can feel a lot of what's going on around you. So even being in your apartment, the people next door. So your input is intense. So sometimes you'll need to put up some walls or barriers to protect yourself so that your creative output can be so strong. Yeah. And it's really okay to take those breaks, even your partner or your family. It's okay to say to them like, 
this is my shell. I'm going into it. I'll be back in however much amount of time. That's like spot on because this whole year I was, you know, I couldn't practice in a practice room. So when I practiced, it was like kind of in front of my boyfriend, you know, and I, all my neighbors were hearing me and everything. And I, yeah, I, I felt like I never could kind of sit in a practice room and like get into my meditative zone where I'm just kind of focusing on sound. I was more focusing on like progress or like using my time effectively, whatever that meant. But yeah, I didn't feel like I was an artist this year. I felt like I was kind of more like an athlete. It was just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. Well, good for you that you kept up your work despite the hardship. Yeah. It shows real fortitude. Yeah. I had to do one of my degree recitals and unfortunately it didn't really go to how I wanted it. I didn't play how I wanted to play, but I kind of reflected back on it and, you know, I spent an entire year on an upright piano. I had no access to a grand and just like that switch right there, it requires a completely different, like a set of techniques that you use when you perform. And that's why I kind of excited about the future. Cause I kind of feel like I belly flopped this semester and what I was planning on doing, I was planning on like trying to go for the gold. Yeah. So just, I keep getting to forgive yourself for that one. Like it's okay. And think of it as a learning, like, what did I get out of that? What did I learn from it? And it was sort of a time of feeling yourself in a not so supportive context, like, oh, but you really still kicked butt. You still survived. You kept working, you pushed through. And so this is like a practice run for how do you forgive yourself when things don't go right and always look for the bright light in that experience. So angels and guides, what can I share about what is the bright light in that experience for Antonio. I think it's like your spirit, your spirit is still soaring, right? Like these tangible tactile things feel messed up at times or they don't align or something takes you off course, but your spirit is still so strong and way high above that. Like I get this image of like an arc. So like you're, you know, the performance is like down here and your spirit is like up here, like, what? We don't even notice that. Like, whatever. So not to be caught up in those mundane things like performances for school. And just know that you're so much bigger than that. And those were exercises for you. But your trajectory is just massive. And I was getting something before while you were talking about being in your apartment and hearing people around you and that you were, I got that you were sort of feeling very exposed and that a some sort of visual and a, a grounding and clearing practice for you and protection would be really useful like energetic protection is essential for people that are empathic and creative people because your energy field holds a lot of your activity and if it is not protected and things are invading then it's really hard to do your work and to feel grounded and you can kind of get off track so I saw a prism, like a 3D triangle around your body. And so maybe you could do some, I don't know if you already have a meditation practice or something you do daily, but if you could do something each day or maybe several times a day when you feel weird, like just close your eyes and visualize a bubble around you or a prism or an egg shape, something that is like the length of your arms all around your body. So that's your energy field, your aura, your safe space and nothing can enter it and just fill that space with a colored light, like say blue light. And if you can start to visualize that space around you as being firm, strong, and nothing comes in without your permission, then it might be easier to not be so affected by the things on the other 
side of the wall or people. Actually, recently, one of my friends told me about this, like repeating a mantra. And so I kind of implemented that for a while in my performance. Even how I would like wake up in the day, I would like kind of sit on the floor in front of a mirror and repeat like this over and over again for like 30 seconds and then concentrate on like a part of my body that was experiencing like pain or discomfort and then then go back to the mantra. And I, yeah, I realized when I was doing like a lot of runs and like cardio exercise, I would do the same thing and it helped me with so much. I've unfortunately kind of abandoned that recently, but I think I felt really good when I was doing it. Yeah. And I also get that you, as many artists, your creative work is your meditation in some cases. There's been times in my life when I'm unable to meditate, even though I've studied meditation and was a yoga teacher and blah, blah, blah. I should have like it down pat, right? But it just doesn't always come. And I try to be super unjudgmental about it and look for the other ways in which I'm trying to go deeper. And sometimes just doing your practice is your meditation. So you're actually meditating way more than most people. (laughs) What you need is help with protection to shore up the boundaries around your physical space, your mind, and also to clear out any other input that's not serving your highest good. So I get that there's voices from your family, maybe your sisters um, (laughs) in your head that maybe say things sometimes that can happen to all of us. Like we grow up in families that have, everybody's got judgments in their head and they may have a certain sound. When they come to you, notice them, call them out, be like, okay, that's not my thought. And I don't like the sound of that. It's not super positive. And then imagine sending it back to that person, if you know who it came from, or just out into the world, like asking your spirit guides to take it into the light permanently away from you. Visualizations will be very powerful for you and help you to clear anything that's in your space so that it can just be you and you can just be in that flow of really creative energy. And then consciously saying like, I'm feeling weird right now. Is it me? Oh, probably not. I think it's that other person I saw today. And then just sending that back to them, like a handbag, like here's your purse. Thank you. No, thanks. Or here's your suitcase. Sending these little tricks where you just identify that's not me. Give it back to that person. Now I'm clear. I feel like that would really support you because it's interrupting all the work you have to do. No, definitely. Yeah. Just my sisters, definitely. I've had a uh, weird conversations about my career choice. <laughs> our family's great. <laughs> I just <laughs> totally kick our butts. <laughs> also wondering, I guess one thing that's been on my mind, and this is ridiculous. It's just like beauty and looks and everything. And yeah, I've been thinking about my hair a lot and everything, but I taken this time. I think I've, this entire year has been like a ball of stress for me. And so I've recently been trying to do a lot of sunbathing and just like have clear my schedule out and just like almost like step away from kind of the working artist of like, you know, always like going and doing my craft and just kind of like experiencing nature and just like connecting to your health. Yeah. I just try to like de-stress myself because I think like genetically my family's really like deals with stress really bad. So yeah, I've been kind of going through that path of like trying to de-stressing myself, but then I'm kind of nervous too, because I'm like, well, I'm becoming a really chill person and this isn't normally... I work- right. Like, how are you going to accomplish everything in life if you're chill? <laughs> All or nothing. So it's like, I either am like a stress ball and I'm like working 20 hours a day or I'm like sunbathing for like four hours in, in the park and just 
playing video games. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I mean, interesting guys, what would support Antonio in terms of his health and his rhythm? I get these images of bubbles, like, you know, bubbles that children have where they blow and it just sort of floats around and fills the park with bubbles. And think of your activities as bubbles. So all coming from the same source, you're like this pot of soapy water. (laughs) And then you just blow these bubbles and they go out into the world. So sunbathing, that might be a bubble you know, your intense work, that's a really big bubble, but it's going to pop. So always returning to source, to yourself, having your own inner dialogue, your own practice where you connect to yourself, you feel secure in your vision. You're like, give yourself space to brainstorm and write. I'm getting like journaling, writing down these ideas and by hand, if you can, because more stuff is going to come through you intuitively than if you're typing on the computer, just because there's some like electronic interference and just that mode of thinking. So really being open to the part of yourself that is non-linear, non-accomplished goal oriented, not that goals are bad at all, but giving yourself that time in the day where you're not plugged into the type A personality that can just get everything done and more allowing yourself some free flowing time And if it starts to freak you out, like, how long is this going to go on for? Is this who I am now? You could just be like, well, this is a bubble. Right now I'm in this bubble. And tomorrow I might be in that, you know, run down the street, drink coffee bubble. And it's okay to just make sure you have an even balance of bubbles because they're all a part of you, but the creative part really wants to come through strongly now and is asking you to set aside some of the family beliefs and some of the social beliefs and some of the music school beliefs and come back to, you know, what do I have to offer? What is my special purpose here and my special gift? And all of that wants to come through you. I'm also, I know you want to talk about health. So what could we do, Angels and Guides, what would support Antonio specifically in terms of his hair and his body? I'm getting like, loads of hair growing out of your head. You're just long flowing black hair. (laughs) So you do have the potential to have very abundant hair and that health, I mean, I'm seeing like oranges, angels and guides, what specifics should Antonio do to support his abundant health? Is the sunbathing supportive? Not so much. The actual sunbathing is not so great for your skin. It's a little intense heat, but the impulse is great. So something in terms of the vitamins that you get, like take more vitamin D3, you could just take in a dropper, like the oil, like three times a day. And then B vitamins, C vitamins. I think that's what the oranges are. So you could eat a lot of oranges, but that can be acidic. So maybe just pump up on some vitamins for a month and see how it feels to your body. There's these liposomal vitamin C, which is really awesome. And that way it's sort of released over time in your body. It's a liquid and you could take, it's like comes in a drop of a bottle with a pump and you just take like three pumps twice a day. And then D3 is good. Zinc would be really good for you. Like sort of naturally created zinc and then rest like more sleep. I think that serotonin will be more available to you naturally 
if you get more sleep and a few vitamins would support that, but your body's a bit stressed and taxed from all the work you've been doing. And if you give yourself that sleep time, it's in the category of rest and rejuvenation that will support you. So thinking of sleep almost like a vitamin, like it's an action that you're taking, like, oh, I'm doing something really good for myself right now. It's supporting my creative career to sleep more, which is hard for type A person. Yeah. I used to sleep so much more than I did this year. Like I used to be the kind of person who would like take that two hour nap in the middle of the day and it would be really like good because it would almost help me in a way like have that burst of energy to do more work afterwards. That's definitely something I've been like, you need to, like when you want to take a nap, like you need to take the like a 20 minute to 30 minute nap. The two hour nap sounds awesome in terms of you. Like I get that feels really strong. I think it's your body's way of checking into source, into your deep soul kind of purpose, energy, knowingness. And this world is really busy for you and kind of annoying sometimes. And your soul is like, I just need to go back into my cave and retreat in the middle of the day. Like maybe you don't, it's not even that you need like a week long retreat once a month. It's like every day your body is like, please let me just go back into my deep space, rejuvenate. And then I can come back out. I mean, New York city is a super intense, busy place. No, I think because even with my personality, like I'm the kind of person where like when I'm walking on the street, I know exactly how far away the person behind me is. I can hear their footsteps. I'm like analyzing everyone's face. Hyper alert. Like, hyper alert. Like little things that like, you know, I'll be walking with my boyfriend. I'm like, there's someone behind us. And I'm like, can't you hear them? Like, and I'm always nervous about like walking too close to somebody or walking at the same speeds. Yeah. I'm very, very hyper alert. And I like, I always recognize the same faces. I never forget a face. <laughs> celebrities everywhere everyone's like how are you seeing these celebrities i'm like i'm literally like you have a lot of psychic skills antonio and i'm getting that that's something that you should hone yeah a lot of information comes to you very naturally and so but it can be overwhelmed when you're also empathic you feel it in your body and then it causes anxiety like that person that's walking three feet behind you is actually not having good thoughts and you're tuning into it so if you could take some kind of training and maybe even learn Reiki, which would help you to clear your body and kind of ground you. And when you get exposed to crazy people, kind of clearing that out and set up, it would help to set up energetic protection around you. I feel like some kind of training in this area would support you in your creative work. Like It's not like you have to go and be a psychic, but learning about this, this sort of natural gift that you have and learning how to protect around your energy field would be helpful you would be less distracted yeah i mean i know this isn't psychic but i'm like really interested in like buddhism lately and just like even like yeah just the practice of meditation and like energy like i've noticed something i'm really almost just like naturally gravitated to it almost yeah. feels very natural yeah so i get that you've had some past lives as a buddhist practitioner and yeah. so angels and guides what can you tell us about antonio's relationship to Buddhist practice. I just get super light energy going straight up from your crown chakra, lots of white light and um, expansiveness. It's really peaceful resource for you. Angelson, guys, is there anything specific to share with Antonio about how to engage in this practice? I get to sort of sit and allow it to come to you. 
you don't need to make much effort. It's already very natural for you. Like you have it in you, you were born with this soul knowledge. You already know what to do as like a meditator. And it's fine to be connected with Buddhist practitioners now, but they are caught up a little bit in their own set of rules in their system. And and in a way, some like religious philosophy that doesn't really apply to you. So you can feel free to take what works for you and maybe just it's a community of like-minded thinkers that makes you feel like, oh, I'm not alone in this. It's not weird. It's totally normal. Look how helpful it is to all these great people. But that for you, you just can do it on your own. And one little speck of warning that I got was not to lose yourself in the sort of inactivity of it. This is like a very powerful time for you to be creating and doing. And so there's an aspect to Buddhist practice, which is not doing or spiritual practice, which is so appealing, especially to those of us that are creators. So like, oh, you mean I can just do nothing and I'm still so valuable and like I'm worthy without action. That I think that's like an important thing for us to learn. But at this moment in time, it's okay for you to be taking action and doing things. And that in a way, like I was saying, your meditation is often your practice and to not lose sight of that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does. Yeah, I think the warning I have been, I've almost, uh, yeah, I haven't really touched the piano. I had to dust it the other day because there was so much dust on the keys. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, I definitely felt that, like, well, I haven't done this like hiatus where I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to relax since, yeah, maybe like 2017. I got into master school. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be playing for the rest of my life so I can take this four months off. But yeah, I also have a siren in my head, like, no, you need to keep working in some aspect. Or do something, you know? Yeah. I think the reason that you're attracted to that break or vacation, as it were, from yourself is because of the overload that you experience in daily life. It's like what? You need a two-hour nap in order to live in New York City every day. So if you can make some space for yourself to be out in nature, you'll get rejuvenated from that source. If you can develop some psychic protection tools for yourself as a daily practice, you'll get some relief there and you can just be in your bubble. Also, there's a neighbor upstairs that I think has some dark energy that's not supportive for you. Some like little dark energy critters in your house. <laughs> yeah, there's some dark energy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, angels and guides, would it be a line for us to clear that energy right now? Yes, to the extent that we can. So let's just call on... Archangel Michael, Haniel, Zachiel, Azriel, Metatron, Uriel, Dophiel, St. Germain, any other angels and guides, Ariel, willing to assist the lioness. Let's ask the angels to put a great big dumpster outside of your house, like one of those green ones. It's like 30 feet long. It's huge. And just calling on the angels to remove any dark energy or entities Anything that's not of the love and light that's in Antonio's space in his apartment and put it outside in the dumpster and anything that's attached to his body, any energy cords. And 
attachments that come from others, any negative thought patterns, beliefs that are not serving his highest good and place them outside into that dumpster. So you can visualize this stuff just flowing out of you, flowing out of your apartment, going into that dumpster, filling it out to the top. It may be yucky and looks sort of like black worms (laughs) flying out there and just sending it off with love and light. No, thank you with love. Asking the angels to seal up that dumpster with a big cover and write on the side, return to sender with love in big white letters, and then taking it into the light permanently away from Antonio and his partner, his apartment, his being. I see them like flying off into the sky with this dumpster. So hopefully that will help to clear your space and allow you to kind of return to center. And you can do that visualization daily or monthly. Also get some sage and open all your windows and go through the house, do every corner in the rooms, every angle on the floor and stuff. And just make sure the dogs are maybe outside when you do it. So they don't breathe it and just go through all the rooms. It feels like the back of the house is a little heavy. I don't know. I think you have like a one bedroom or something, maybe like the back, the room that you're in has more light from the front, but, and the space in between, like the doorways right in between these rooms needs a lot of clearing. And there's a lot of weight in one of the rooms. It's funny. It's literally like a home gym. Oh yeah. 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 It's got a lot of weights. Angels and guides. Is there anything else we could do to help clear Antonio's space? Oh, play music maybe even when you're not there or especially when you're not there because maybe you don't want to hear it but 528 hertz music what do you know about that that's 528 hertz i know that the we typically play what at 440 hertz i think i get that you could compose some of this i just look it up on itunes i just search 528 hertz and pick what feels good to me some of them don't feel good because the composer has some weird energy too But you could tune into if any of them feel good. I just put them on a loop and play them like all through the night. The dogs will probably really like it. And you could probably listen to a couple and then just compose your own. They're sort of like mantra. They just fill the space with this hum that negative energy, dark energy is not interested in being around. So it repels it. And that's what the sage does too. It just sort of cleans the area and then... If you play that sound consistently or any kind of mantra that is aligned with you, like if there were a Buddhist chant that you felt drawn to, or just like an Om repetition, that feels like it would support your particular energetic needs in your space. You need something that clears the space and holds those dark energies sort of at bay. So they don't want to come in. It's like, oh, it smells weird in there. I don't want, you know, there's like a, they look for openings. So if we give them openings, if we don't have strong boundaries with people in our lives, then they think, oh, the universe sends you more examples of that. So if you're really clear with your time, your needs, you take care of yourself, then the space will reflect that vibration as well. Okay, definitely. Yeah. And the angels are just showing me like filling your body with light right now. Like 
just a shower of white light that's just like falling down from above and just filling your energy field. You're like starting at your feet and filling your whole being all the way up to the top. And so maybe that's a visualization that you could do super fast whenever you feel like uh, something is bothering me. It's not my energy. Definitely. Yeah. How does this feel to you? Is there anything else you want to talk about or that I can support you with, with asking questions? I think this is good. I feel really, yeah, I feel really inspired. Yeah. I love the guidance that you gave me to like maybe take naps every day. That's what, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell everybody I need my two hour nap. Yeah. Setting that boundary. Well, who knows? Maybe you won't even be sleeping, but at least you have that two hours where nobody's bothering you. Yeah. I think it's super important. Every single day, it's like, it's not like Groundhog's Day for me, but it's like, yeah, there's a lot of energy every single day. And I think that I need to take time to like have a little pause. Yeah. yeah and retreat back in my cave. Cause that does feel super natural. Yeah. I used to do that as like a kid and I kind of stopped that, yeah, like in my 20s, you know. Yeah. Because so much wants to come forth out of you. So it's just like learning these little tips and tricks to protect yourself so that you can be more productive in the way that is more, most meaningful to you. Right. Yeah. And not to be too hard on yourself for when you take breaks, like that's kind of like the performance that didn't go so great. They're just learning experiences, but notice them and start to ask, what is it that I was doing right before I needed to take that break? Like, was I with a person that was draining to me? Yeah. Was I in a place that affected me? Start to track right before you start to feel depressed or uninspired or just want to check out what just happens and maybe make a note so that you can then do a intentional energetic clearing. You can ask your guides to help you and say, clear out whatever that was return to sender. No, thanks with love, not for me. And then do an energy clearing of yourself where you just fill yourself with white light and sit and breathe. Breath, I think, is really important for you. Just the simple act of breathing is bringing you into this present moment with yourself. And then it will be so much easier to say like, oh, do I need to go check out and play video games? Not really. There's this other thing I want to do. Or, oh, I want to go do that, but I'm consciously choosing it. And then I'm going to see how do I feel afterwards, experiment with it. What is truly serving? Because you're very driven And I get that it's the creative expression that wants to flow through you that is the strongest right now. Right. So it's important to make time for it because it's really strong right now. And this is a really powerful time to be expressing yourself in that way. And lots of great things will come from it and you'll feel really good. Yeah. No, I think you're, yeah, you're you're spot on with that one because I haven't really created in so long. I've almost been doing, you know, playing other people's works. Yeah, it's, it's that time where I'm like, well, maybe I should yeah, be more authentic to my, my true inner artist. And like, what do I actually have to say? I think that would like help with so many other aspects of still doing classical music, you know? Yeah. So I also got like, don't be afraid to do something that's just like a beautiful piano piece, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have to be super choppy and creative collage electronic. It could be both. Like you could in one minute do something super beautiful and sentimental and the next minute do something really out there. And, you know, those cool words that you used before to describe them. And then I also got that angels and guides, what was I supposed to say? (laughs) 
to make time and space for this because it's so important. Oh, podcast. If you had a format like a podcast or a recording or a blog that was audio based, you know, place where you put out these things on a daily basis, like, you know, the way Facebook works when you make a post or Instagram, but something for audio, it could be like SoundCloud. I still get that podcast is the most aligned for you. So if you have a podcast, then once a week, you decide the timing, you might be putting out your output for that week. And that way you kind of have a place when this, I get also that you're like a channel and a lot of stuff comes through you. And so when this stuff comes through, then you have a place to express it. And then you have an audience who wants to listen without making too much effort. Right. So it's just a way to be yourself and create your own brand of musical amazingness and people can tune in and it's very easy. It would be like a really awesome receptacle for your variety of output that's outside of the realm of your school. I think it's a great idea because I have been trying to do like Instagram as an outlet for my expression. And I feel like that's, you know, it's definitely photography based. So I've been having fun with photography, but you need audio. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, YouTube is great. But I think something that's just audio would be my like, niche. But you should post the videos if you can, because you can do podcast audio recordings and have video. Like, I don't know, just don't be afraid to have it be video too. Okay. Whether or not you use them right away, but definitely I feel like that audio format will be very liberating to you. And allow you to, you're more fluid. You're just like, hey, I did this thing today and you post it. And it's not like, oh, here's this performance and here are the tickets and here's what I'm going to wear. And 25 people are going to do this. And like, there's less pomp and circumstance. It's just my output. I'm sharing it with the world. And you'll be surprised how many people will love it and sign up and want to be, receive that great gift and great format for you. Yeah. Angels and guys, is there anything else to share with Antonio before we close? Yes, you are amazing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't give up. And just know that you're loved and supported by your sort of angel family. And they're all rooting for you. And don't listen to anybody else. (laughs) Any of those humans with negative ideas, just go for it. You know what you want to do. And it's so inspiring and helpful to people. And just go for it. Definitely. Thank you, angels. And closing this channel and asking that Antonio's spirit guides and angels help him and give him clear guidance and direction and support on his path. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Psychic Artist Podcast. Please check out the show notes to learn how you can connect with today's guest. You can find out more about me and this show at thepsychicartistpodcast.com. I'm currently offering remote Reiki trainings, psychic readings, and in the studio, I'm channeling the spirit of Georgia O'Keefe. You can go to sarahrossiter.com to learn more. I'm on Instagram at srossiterstudio, Facebook at The Psychic Artist Podcast, and for questions or requests, please email bookings at thepsychicartistpodcast.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. I'm sending love and light to you all.